Pinball Nerds episode 431 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. We got a doozy for you today. That's right. You heard it here first. Pinball Nerds podcast doozy of the day. We're going to be counting down the top 20 most rad pinball podcasts of 2020. Now, I considered not doing this ranked because some people, okay, a lot of people, tend to get grumpy if they're not first on a list and everybody can't be first. And so originally I was just going to do this as a shout out show and kind of say, you know, but, but I, I don't, here's what I'm, why I call it the most rad. Cause this isn't the pinball podcast with the most listens. This isn't the pinball podcast that are the best sound quality or edited the best, or uh, maybe even have the best scoops or the most rumors. These aren't even the pinball podcasts that have the best interviews. These are the pinball podcasts that in Orby's world, that's right, I'm talking in third person, I want to sit down and have a brew ska with. I want to have a beer with. I want to have an Orbital Alberts special holiday drink, with all, which all you listeners, I command thee to go out and try, which is 60% chocolate milk. It can be soy if it has to be fine or almond or whatever, yak's milk, but it, I, I think it tastes better with Cow's milk, 60% chocolate cow's milk, okay? Slightly soured like we like it here in Canada, all right? 1%, a little bit. I, I don't know if that's true, but I heard that, like, the, the chocolate milk comes from uh, right before the milk's about to churn. You know, it's down at 1%. It starts to turn quicker with less uh, soluble fats in it. And uh, boom, Bob's your uncle. They add some chocolate to it, and they call it chocolate milk. So there's, there is, you know... There is that, but let's uh, let's forget about that because most of the listeners are in the United States of America, and if you put sixty percent chocolate milk, forty percent eggnog, it will it will blow you away. It's incredible. Now, if you don't like eggnog and you don't like chocolate milk, maybe not. But if you don't mind both of those things separately, have them together. It will be a mouth explosion like you've never felt before. Now. I've gone off topic way too many times for a top 20 list that I'm trying to cram into half an hour. If this ends up being two parts, it's two parts. We'll all probably know halfway through. You'll know before I know because you will have, well, maybe I won't label it part one or part two. Maybe you won't know. Uh, maybe I'll finish it tomorrow. Who knows? But I've got 20 on here and I'm going to try to roll through it quickly. I will say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who made this past year such a success here on the Pinball Nerds podcast. Uh, increased viewership by 130% extra followers. Um, and then I went from, believe it or not, the first year that I was out, I had 20,000 listens. And then so far this year, I'm already at 36,000 listens. So, uh, you know, by the end of the year, probably 40,000 times, someone will have taken the time and energy to press play on one of my shows. And for being a humble little blog that doesn't edit, that doesn't worry about sound quality, um, I do try when I have guests on, I do try a little, but no, I, you know, I don't record with audacity or Zencast or whatever. And I don't have the separate audio levels and 
put them together. Part of the reason I don't do that is because I want to be king. I want to let content be king. And part of the other reason is I don't know how to do it. And the rest of it is I just don't want to do it. Uh, but also, let's be honest, no other pinball podcast, no other pinball podcast this year brought you four. Uh, I looked at a seven-day period uh, starting back from my last pinball podcast with Ian Hayward, the Gamma Goat himself. I had four. Thank you very much, Ian, for being on there. Talk about Pin Clash, by the way. But I did four interview, like I interviewed four different people within the, the 10 days leading up to that between Franchi, um, Tim Lee, Glenn the Skateboarder, uh, and then, of course, talk about Pin Clash. Pin Clash, Carl D'Angelo, uh, Stephen Snow slayed the freaking commentary. Carl killed everything that he did there. I could have and wanted to come back with a Pin Clash update on Sunday. But unfortunately, um, I got some bad news. My Oma, going into her 90th year, so she lived a very long life, but unfortunately, she passed away at hospice in London. So I'm going to have a really quick moment of silence for her right now. Oma, I love you. Hopefully, they have podcasts in heaven. Uh, if there is a heaven, I'm pretty sure you're there. And... Uh, I don't know. They probably my my podcast is probably not allowed in heaven, Oma, but they they might let you listen just because Oma was so rad. She was really my Oma was a really 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 cool person. I'm not going to tell a lot of stories about my Oma, but I remember once in high school. I won't necessarily say what grade, but once in high school, myself and a couple of my cousins were smoking a marijuana cigarette at Christmas. And we saw Oma coming and we tried to kind of hide it and put it down. And immediately she said, what are you doing? And I believe one of my cousins said, oh, uh, just smoking a cigarette. She said, a cigarette? Doesn't smell like a cigarette. She reached over, grabbed it, took a couple puffs, gave it back and said, don't tell your parents. And walked back in the house or something to that extent. Uh, and it was the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. And I was like, wow. Almost more cool than I thought. Now, to be fair, we are from Holland, and over there it's been legal for like 100 more years longer than it's been legal here in Canada, so it's not like passe or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, she also kicked my butt, I think, every time we ever played cards. She was a mean card player. Uh, but let's get back to these top 20 most rad of pinball podcasting. These are, like I said, a list of people I want to meet. These are people I really want to talk to. I will say this, the one person that I considered uh, possibly throwing in 20th was Puppet Pals, because Puppet Pals was kind enough to reach out to me at pinballnerds at gmail.com and uh, let me know that they were sad to hear that I didn't love the show. Listen, I've never listened to the show. I've got like 20 seconds through the show a couple times and I had to turn it off. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe because like combined between my two children, I've got 28 years of, uh, you know, listening to kids shows and that's enough. For anyone i think uh i don't know like maybe because i'm rounding near the end of like my parenting career and i no longer have to watch cartoons on television anymore or like kidsy type shows i don't know i think if i never had kids i would still watch more cartoony type shows and i don't know i don't know i'm gonna go back and re-listen to puppet pals but uh puppet pals did not make the list Puppet pals did not make the list but that was the one that i had an asterisk the, the only other asterisk i had was carrie hardy I love you, Carrie Hardy. I think you're better at the video format, but I have listened to almost all of your podcasts, and they're very well done. The editing quality is very good. Uh, the sound quality is excellent. I just, I think Carrie Hardy 
Well, I don't want to say who I'm going to be voting for during the Twippies because that will be coming up, uh, you know, later. But Carrie Hardy does better at, I think, doing video than audio. Like his format's just so funny and is is able to be conveyed better during video. But the podcasting's still legit funny. But I didn't add Carrie Hardy here because I really think that he should be included in the video uh, list. Or he might even be included in the top 20 people of pinball of 2020. So that list won't be the most rad or the most funny or the most dive, you know, whatever, like, uh, diversive or, or like it won't, it won't be, uh, uh, sorry, like people who are, are, you know, it's basically going to be a, the, the who's who of pinball people who I think really made 2020 a cool pinball year, even though pinball 2020 was a crap year for a hundred other million reasons. It was good for pinball. And I think that will it will go down in history as being a pivotal year. And I want to discuss some of those really important people of pinball. But that is an episode for another day, perhaps maybe even later this week. I don't plan on doing an episode tomorrow or the next day. Um, I'm unable to fly back home to Ontario for my Oma's um, visitation and funeral. However, and I'm sorry to all my family and friends back there that I couldn't come back and see you. Um, we, my entire family would have to quarantine for two weeks when we came back here. London is on the verge of becoming a red zone. So it's like the, and I'd have to fly through Toronto probably, which is all already a red zone. So it's just, it's, it's, I really want to be there, but hopefully, hopefully next summer I can come see all of you guys and, uh, you know, make up for it then make up for it then. So number 20 on this list is Joshua Jacobs, silver ball stories. I love Josh what you're doing with the sound and I love what you're doing uh, with telling a story and it doesn't necessarily have to be like, it's, it's like the least show about news. Um, I'd love to sit down and although I'm, I'm not an audio nerd, I'm exactly the opposite of that. Um, I'd love to hear how you come up with these stories and uh, yeah, I would even love to be part of the show perhaps sometime if you find an appropriate role that you think I may be able to fulfill. I would be your Play-Doh, and you can sculpt me into what you want for your story, Josh. Um, anyways, all right, number nine is Marv Loco, okay? So he, I know he does videos on YouTube, but I, you know, the Pinball Promoters page on This Week in Pinball, that's what I was using for my reference. Go over there to This Week in Pinball and make sure you support them, because that's where myself and a lot of these podcasters on this list get a lot of their information, get a lot of their news, not going to lie, that's where it happens. But uh, I've agreed with absolutely, eh, I'm not quite as big of a fan of Avengers maybe as, as Marv is in comparison to GNR, but uh, really good uh, really good show. I, I've seen maybe about half them, um, I'm, I'm, but I'm going to start probably watching more in the future. And I, is it Travis Murray? I think that's who, who does that one. Um, he is a really good competitive player, and that I have in common with him, and I think that's really neat. I would also watch if he got a stream. I think he'd be really good at doing live streaming pinball as well. But congratulations and welcome to the top 20, Marv. Mr. Loco, you're so crazy. Okay, number 18 is the Pinball Players Podcast. That's with Joe Lemire and the one and only Jeff Parsons. Jeff Parsons, uh, I would really like to talk to him about his role um, doing call-outs for Rick and Morty with Spooky. I thought that was really neat. Um and I will say this while I mentioned Spooky and Spooky Pinball and and give a shout out to Ken Cromwell and also his pinball podcast. I did not include industry podcasts in here. So um, 
Neil's, you know, from coast to coast to his new podcast. I'm sorry, I didn't include that. Didn't include the Jersey Jack one with Ken Cromwell. I've listed the Ken Cromwell one. Great sound quality, but I just, I didn't include industry ones in here. I, you know, there wasn't room in 20. Believe me, because this, this list, it, uh, it picks up quick. Um, but speaking of, let's move on to number 17. That's right. It's the pinball show with Zach Many and Mr. Dennis Encyclopedia of Pinball Creasel. Um, Love both of those dudes. Dennis was my producer after Ken for Top 3 with Orby. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was a little miffed. I was a little, I was a little, I guess miffed is the wrong term, but I like miffed. It sounds good. I was a little disappointed that neither of them gave me like a see you later. Thank you for, you know, I know I only did a couple shows for them, but they still all took time and energy. And uh, honestly, they did take a lot away from what I would have been doing maybe more so for this show. Uh, more importantly, I do believe that I have been pretty damn supportive of TPN uh, as much as I could be anyways, uh, with it, within being bounds of being truthful, right? So um, I'd still really like to sit down and, and have a beer with both of them, uh, especially at a show sometime. Um, I, I was not a big fan of, and I did mention this before, I'm not going to harp on it, but I was not a big fan of, I felt the last month or two, Zach had been a little extra mean to Dennis and I'm glad that Dennis went down to doing every other week. And it sounded to like on the last episode, which just came out yesterday, even though I didn't get a see you later Orby, that's all I thought they'd say at the end. Like, you know, like you didn't have to even mention my show or anything else. Like for God's sake, Zach, you named me Orby. You couldn't even say goodbye when I was leaving. Um, anyways, the, 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 the main reason I left was because the format was too similar to this. There was here I am doing another list, right? So there was no reason really to have both. And although I got two to three times more listens on TPN as being part of their field, I just didn't feel like I could do it justice. And uh, so here I am doing this show in crappy quality and not even worrying about it, which is very, very, very freeing. Let's go on to number 16. That's right. Craig Bobby's. Welcome back to Craig Bobby's The Midweek Show, the best intonation in all of pinball. What's going on? Okay, no, I love Craig Bobby. I've never met him, but like I feel like we have something in common because he's from Toronto. And I saw that like we just missed, like if I had stayed another month or two, we would have met just as he was getting into pinball just before I left to come out here. Can't wait to me meet with you. Very few lit lists will the midweek show for the pinball show be higher than the, pin the pinball show. So that is something that also makes this list unique. All right, number 15 is Mrs. Pins of... Mrs. Pins Pinball Podcast, of course. Uh, she is kind of a power team over there with um, Dr. Pin of the Super Awesome Pinball Show. Did they make this list? Maybe. We'll see. But here we go. I love you, Mrs. Pin. Uh, I have had the pleasure of meeting you and interviewing you before and, uh, you know, hang out with you a little. Didn't get to hang out with you tons, but at the world's final Pinberg. And well, hopefully not. I mean, I hope it comes back in some way, shape or form, but looks like for now, the last Pinberg and uh, sh she would probably be higher on those lists, but we didn't get to hear a lot from her this year. I think there was only three or four shows. Uh, I don't know in the last half a year or so, but I know that she has been very busy and I've absolutely loved it every time she was on saps. So although I've already got to meet her, I would still really like to, at some point in the future, play a pinball tournament with her um maybe do another interview with her or her and dr pin at the same time that would be really cool but we'll see all right next on my list 
This is going to be somewhat controversial, but it's uh, number 14 is Canada's Pinball Podcast. Now, Canada has been very divisive sometimes, which no is not super rad. And there, this is the this if this list was like the number one chance of getting a drink thrown in my face, because if if nice uh, Tim Sexton can get a drink thrown at him by Chris, I'm a hundred percent sure that I'm more abrasive, uh, uh, opinionated, rude, condescending, egotistical than than Tim is. So I'm pretty sure that uh, depending on the day, Chris and I would either arm wrestle, uh, fist fight. Um, or become best buds. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. We get along sometimes. We don't get along other times. Right now, Chris is still a little in the doghouse. He unblocked me or whatever on Facebook, which is nice. I, I, I don't. I, I would like us to at least be able to be critical and and call each other out without you know being blocked, dude. So uh, probably getting blocked for this one because he's ranked so low. No, I'm just kidding. Chris doesn't care about things like rankings, trophies. That's not important to him. Um, but anyways, I still find him very entertaining and very interesting. And, uh, I, I do, I do want to visit New York city and I do want to go to Jack bar with Canada and I will interview him and have him on the show. And I've already mentioned that before. However, if he speaks to Chris, the Pintern the way he did in the Raza chat, ever, chat ever again, uh, the, it makes it harder. It makes it harder. And that's why he's lower on this list is because he was super duper duper rude, uh, in the chat to everybody. And the thing is, on the podcast, since he's returned, he has been more kind and called out people less and less. I don't care if he's negative to manufacturers. It's when uh, he's, you know, consistently calling out people or being rude to other people. That was annoying. Uh, but if you can do it critically, if you can do it critically without going overboard. Cheers. Good on you. Right. So if like, you know, I've called out people on the show, uh, but I've tried to do it sensibly. And I think that nothing I've said would cause people to be contacting my employer to, you know, possibly get me fired or, uh, you know, well, I, I certainly don't think I cause as much drama as Canada. I'm sure that some people would put me in that top five list, which yeah, maybe I'm trying to be less divisive on a daily basis. This top 20 list is probably not helping me with that, but that's, that's my goal guys. That's my goal is to serve pinball and help make pinball better. And my hope is that some of my listeners, my, you know, I, I know in the last two weeks I've had over 300 unique uh, listeners uh, from the show. So my hope is some of those listeners will go off and maybe take a second listen to one of these shows before they had liked, but not heard in a while, or maybe it's just going to encourage you to uh, re, you know, rethink about where you would have these people in your list and think maybe I need to go back and listen to the show again if I'm not listening to it on a consistent basis. So, but really I'm just here to provide entertainment and let each and every person on this list know you're invited to Orbeez Arcade. Um, you are invited to get a homestead tour. And I mean, every person on this list. Yes. Including Chris. All right, let's move forward. Number 13, far less divisive. In fact, probably the least divisive uh, person in all of pinball doesn't have tons of hot takes, but is is right most of the time and is interesting. And 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 I have only got to see short clips of watching this person live stream, but they also live stream, and I think that makes them even more interesting as well. Uh, that's Joel from Just Another Pinball Podcast, uh, of course, featured on TPN. Joel, someday we're going to meet. Someday I'm going to interview you. I'd like to have you on the show. Feel free to reach out to me if you'd like to be on the show as well. Um, 
you seem interesting. And I think that you're a very, very, very good new addition because you're extremely level-headed. I agree with pretty much everything you say on the show and you do it in a fun fashion. And I like that you kind of, Joel is the probably the only other guy on this list besides Mrs. Penn that really, you know, he brought in his dad, I think his brother, his wife, like he's kind of doing this sort of as an audio blog as well. And I like that that format continues to exist. Um, after Neil stopped doing it on Coast to Coast, I was worried that it would, you know, be gone. And although Canada is a solo pinball podcaster, and there's a few other solos, not many left now, um, Canada's is not really much of a blog. It's more so just him talking about the industry. Whereas Joel and I both, you know, we have like our friends and family on the show, and we're willing to take non-pinball insiders or non-pinball nerds views on pinball machines and include them in our shows. And I think that's really interesting. I'd like to see more of that in pinball podcasting. Now I'm going to do a 10 second drink break because my throat is sore. Um, I do think it's just a little bit of a cold, but you never know. So uh, just, I woke up with a dry throat chase. I'm going to grab a little sip here. This is your chance to have a listening break or grab yourself a sip as well. Mmm, nothing like Liberté Kefir Mango Probiotic in the Morning, unofficially sponsored by Lactated Fermented Milk, mixed with mangoes. Oh, by the way, while we're talking about mangoes, just Google mangoes and marijuana and look at what it does to you, and I swear to gosh to you, the next time that you're going to uh, indulge, have a little bit of mango juice, or better yet, eat a full mango. We'll have our mango smoothie about an hour first. Whew. It is going to, it, it's a game changer. Just try it, Google it, look it up. You'll you'll find all about it. And for any of my listeners that are underage out there, wait until you're of age, and then do your own research and choose whether you want to do that. All right, so the, uh, <laughs> if, the, the next on this list is the Eclectic gamers. So I have said many times that I want to have Dennis on this show and I love listening to that show because they do talk about video games a little bit more often than any of the other ones. And I like hearing some video game updates without listening to an entire video game podcast. You kind of get like the best of the biggest updates all crunched into also getting to hear all their takes and well, who can't get more Dennis, right? So, but I actually really like hearing Dennis in this other format where it feels like he's being bullied a little less and uh, kind of just having more of a conversation with like a good friend as opposed to maybe just, uh, you know, I guess I'm sure it's more entertainment because I know Zach and Dennis are, are friends, but sometimes I, I feel like I can tell that Dennis is actually getting annoyed by because I think it is cute to sing once or twice in a, a show. And I think the last show, there was the appropriate amount of singing. Because I don't want to take singing out of pinball. You guys know I love singing in pinball. I sing like once or twice per show. But there was a couple shows there where it was like five or six or seven times. And Dennis was like, oh, dude, just stop. And I barely got through those shows. And that was, that was, that was tough for me. But let's go back into it. Number 11 on this list is Macho Macho Man. I want to be a macho man, macho bravo. Okay, macho, you'd be higher on this list. If A, I knew who the hell you are. Who are you? I don't know who macho is, but I guess maybe that makes you intriguing. And uh, macho, please come out with more podcasts, dude. I 
I couldn't agree more with every single thing you've ever said on any show. You do it in a funny manner. We need more of that as well. If you're going to have a hot take, at least make it funny. Am I right? So, all right. Number 10 on this list is Crystal Gemnick uh, starting up our top 10 halfway through the list. What's our time sitting at? 23 minutes. We better speed this up. All right. Crystal Gemnick. You guys know a lot of these pinball podcasts in the top 10 anyways, but Crystal Gemnick has just been killing it. Her last show was with Marty Robbins, formerly of Head to Head Pinball, currently of the final round on TPN, and she killed it. She's really, really, really getting into her stride. Each episode for the last three or four um, has got better and better and better. So keep it up, Crystal. Uh, I love I love what she's doing, and I think that she's going to be around doing that for a long time. And I think that she is also a way to be like, it's very different. It's very different from everything else you're hearing. It's an interview that's also relevant, but not really talking about news, but also talking more so about these your favorite pinball people and what they're doing besides pinball. And that's something I really like that you also get to see in here in number nine, which is Jeff Teolis' Pinball Profile. Welcome back to Pinball Profile uh, with Jeff Teolis. Man, the guy is the golden voice of pinball. Um, if I had a voice like that, oh, I could work in radio. But instead, I just have to have your fifth favorite pinball podcast. Uh, but Jeff Teolis just keeps cranking them out there. I think Jeff Teolis would be the only person besides me that probably has interviewed four people in a week. I don't know if he's put up four in a week, but probably close to that. Uh, I will definitely say this. Because Jeff only not only... Because Jeff not only does so many pinball podcasts, but also interviews so many people, but also spends so much time editing it, I can say this. He probably spends more time uh, working his butt off to help make pinball better than anyone else out there. And there's no negative drama hardly ever on there other than when he's talking to Josh Sharp. Uh, but anyways, and even then, that's totally just funny, which, yeah, so... Pinball Profile, awesome. And the great thing is about Pinball Profile, I've done it several times, maybe more so than any pinball podcast I've mentioned so far. You can go back and listen to an episode, and they're not very dated. Like, the odd time they'll talk about something currently happening, but they're just interesting. You can go listen to every single time that uh, Josh Sharp's been on there, or Zach, or, or you know anyone else awesome from pinball. If they're awesome in there and in pinball, they've probably been interviewed on Pinball profile. All right. Number eight is Jesse J's pinball adventures. And even though Ryan say is in jail, uh, Ray day actually joined the last Jesse J's and Jesse J is blown me away. She's came out of nowhere and she is really making some waves here in pinball podcasting. Um, she, in fact, she was already on pinball profile. I would love to get her on the show perhaps in the new year sometime, or maybe around Christmas time or something. That would be cool. Again, I haven't asked her to be on the show yet, but I'm hoping maybe, maybe, maybe. Since I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but Jessie J it already was on Twitch last night. She is the newest member of the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast tribe. Welcome to the tribe butthole. That's what we call each other. I'm sorry, but yeah. Welcome, Jessie J. Uh, I think that it's very fitting that she's in the tribe. She seems to fit right in. And I can't wait to the Tribe Christmas Party. The Tribe Christmas Party. That's the number one Christmas party I'm looking forward to this year. I might not to go to get go to. I'm not going to a single solitary Christmas party in real life. I'm not going to anyone's house. I'm I'm sorry, Aunt Linda. I know you don't listen to the show, but uh, Danielle's aunt moved out here. Aunt Linda and Uncle Stan, and they want us to go there. I'm like, nope, we're not going. I'm not going under. I'm not going under any roof anywhere without being masked in a triple mask. We're too close to this. Uh, you know, to, we've got like. 
I think next week, Canada's getting our first things going to the frontline workers all the way through even Nova Scotia here. So it's like, we're so close to the end of this. I'm not chancing it. If for one Christmas, all I have to do is like, I can't even see all my friends and family back in London, Ontario and, and all the way through Ontario anyway. So if for one Christmas, we got to skip it just for everyone's safety. If that's the hardest thing I have to do, no problem. No problem. And I will get to hang out with Drop Target Danielle, Little Orby Jr. and Hurry Up Hayden. So that's all good. All right. Number seven on this list is, bro, do you even talk pinball, bro? Bra, bra, do you even talk pinball? Uh, oh my gosh, look at the time. Guys, I'm going to have to, unfortunately, do a part two. But what I will say about Nick and Kevin is these guys have been doing it for a long time. They're always entertaining. They're, I agree with most of what they say on all of the shows. Um, they just get it done. And, you know, Kevin killed it during the Guns N' Roses uh, live stream. And I just, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy all, you know, it was really cool that Rudy got to come be on the show. They don't do interviews that often, but Rudy was on the show. Rudy Soup, of course. Um, and I just, I, I watch every single time and I feel like I should like message them more and talk to them more and, and, and support them more that way. But I don't, but here you go. I, I'm saying it straight up here. I want them. I want them on the show. All right. So we've got six left on this list. Uh, I will be putting them up soon, but I'm going to leave you with a little bit of a Christmas song. This is uh, part of Maggie Groves and your own Orbital Albert singing somewhere in my memory from Home Alone's own. And until part two, remember to eat, sleep, and breathe pinball. Oh my gosh, this intro is killing me! <laughs> <laughs> 